Thanks for joining us. It's time for another edition of Senior Smarts here on Classic Hits, K-Wayne 106. Brought to you by St. Crispin Living Community and Red Wing with our full continuum of care, including our renowned short-term rehab services. And joining me is our show co-host, Debbie Bradley. And again, Dr. Eric's with us, uh, Debbie, so take it away. Wonderful. Thanks so much. And welcome back again, Dr. Eric Trias. We're so thrilled to have you back in the studio with us again today. Well, thank you, Jack and uh, Debbie. It's it's really nice to be back doing this again, and hopefully people have got some benefit from this. Absolutely. And I'm joining the guys from the Zoom screen here, and they're in the studio um, with masks on, of course. And um, Dr. Eric is going to talk to us specifically today about immunity, and we're recording it, of course, during this pandemic. So um, how timely is that? So with that, let's start sharing your wisdom, Dr. Eric. So what should we know learn and practice about the idea of immunity. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is one that is very timely uh, and actually has been part of most of my conversations since we started this because immunity plays a role in us getting sick in the first place and Mm -hmm. no more poignant than during the COVID uh, crisis here. So really, I just want to dive into this. There's two types of immunity. One is called acquired and one is called innate uh, I start with acquired. Acquired is the kind of immunity they have because you have antibodies because either you've been exposed to an infection before, so you create the antibodies, or you've been given a vaccine and you will either prevent or reduce the severity of an infection because of that. That's acquired immunity. Innate immunity is something different. It's, it's really your ability to counter firsthand uh, an offender. So it, you don't have uh, antibodies, you, don't have, you, you, just, you just have to rely on what we call resilience, your own ability to, infight, uh, to fight infection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you, if you, so it's really uh, the ability to fight a new infection, and we call it resilience. Um, and we spoke about immunity in past episodes, but this, this time we really got to drill down and, and give you some, some hardcore things that you can do to make a difference here. When it comes down to it, we are relying on our system to quickly respond to the infection. Uh, but it's the prolonged effects of that infection that cause the problem. The longer you have the infection, the worse it is for you. Uh, so those problems include mm. the degrading of the lung tissue, as we talked about last time, but also due to the, to the coagulation that occurs with this injury. But the problems arise from this prolonged challenge to our immune system. And this happens only when our immune system has been hampered by our poor lifestyle choices. So all those things we talked about in the past, getting better sleep, all those, getting a better diet, getting exercise, all those things help your immunity so that your immune system is not uh, challenged by working on other issues like mm. working down the inflammation that has been caused by a bad diet. Instead, if you have this resilience and you have a low inflammatory diet, in other words, a low carbohydrate, um, don't get organic as much as you can, you know, don't have pesticides, which our body works against, uh, fungicides, antibiotics, hormones, all those other things, lower your ability or your resilience to overcome a novel and new infection. And so that's what it's really about. It's, it's getting your body set up and is primed and ready to go the minute you get infection because you will get infected. We need at least 70% of the population to have antibodies in order to have this stuff start to settle down and go away. 
we're now mm. presently around 6 to 7%. Ugh. There's going to be a lot more. <sighs> and and with, a, Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting this image as you're talking about... You know, all the lifestyle choices that we make, I'm imagining like a gate or something or a wall, and the more we can build up our fence or wall um, with our good habits, then the more protection and the higher the wall is going to be to prevent that bad infection from doing long-term, you know, short-term or long-term damage from, you know, actually getting in. That's right. And the analogy I think I've used before is the analogy of a wheel, all the spokes of a wheel. Those spokes have to be the same length in order for the, the wheel to roll well. So you can mm. exercise like crazy, but if you've got a bad diet, you've got one rung longer than the other, and you're not going to roll very well. So you've got to do all of the things to make everything roll right. And so, oh, I like your image a lot better. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yours is great. I like that. <laughs> um, so, so the question is, how do you improve resilience? Number one, we talked yeah. about the diet. It yep. all comes down to pretty much this thing called insulin resistance. And I was just reading a few days ago, 90% of the American population has an issue with insulin resistance because of our very poor diet. It's not genetics, mm. folks. It's the diet and lifestyle. So we need to adopt a diet that's much richer in good fats. There's not good fats, but there's good fats, and we're going to talk about that in a few episodes. Uh, but good fat, like low omega-6, in other words, you know, not your corn oils and not all those other uh, processed things, but go with mm -hmm. olive oil and coconut oil, that type of thing. And so what happens with your insulin resistance is that you have more insulin circulating in your system, and insulin causes inflammation, and it causes direct reduction to our immunity. Two bad things. So please refer mm. to our previous talks on diet, uh, as, as that's very important here. Absolutely. Next one, and I think we talked about that in, in the last couple of episodes, is sleep. Sleep is so very important, more than we ever even realized. You really do need eight hours of sleep. Sleep helps us restore, helps our immunity be ready, be more resilient. Another one is exercise. And we talked more in terms of movement. People just need to move, whether it's yeah. gardening or even just a brisk walk is much better than not doing it. Uh, in fact, that's where you get the greatest gain going to just a brisk walk, one such that if you were to talk, you can't really form full sentences because you're walking fast enough. That's fast enough for 30 minutes. Um, the other one, and we're going to have a session on this in a few episodes, and that is regards to stress. Um, stress is a killer. I've doing the studies and stuff, I've much more appreciated this than I ever had before. And so stress is is just not good for us. It's prolonged adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisone release, which causes all sorts of not good things for us uh, and, and reduces our immunity. So one of the things to do, daily meditation. Meditation if you if you start looking at it, there's a lot of studies done on meditation. Meditation mm -hmm. works. It does all good things for you. Um, even though that sounds somewhat daunting, something another term is called mindfulness. Well, mindfulness is just a practice of appreciating now, not mm -hmm. yesterday, not tomorrow, but appreciating what you're going through right now. In fact, the best way to start doing that, and again, it's training. I mean, you can't catch a yep. ball when you first get thrown a ball to you. You've got to practice it. You've got to practice. Sometimes you get to the point where you can't, then you have to see the ball come and boom, you catch it. 
That's the same thing. You've got to keep practicing these things. One of the best ways uh, and easiest ways to learn this is just go for a walk in nature. Go to a park, separate, social distancing, of course, um, but stop and look around you. Feel it with all your senses. Feel, touch a leaf, you know, smell what you're smelling. Look at things. Hear the birds. Hear the wind through the trees. That does amazing things. It sounds corny, but you actually can measure physiologic benefit when people do that. Wonderful. Sounds good to me. That works. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, the other one is, and, and I'm talking on this in a future episode as well, and that is healthy relationships. Relationships come to find out, and I think in our first episode we had made the mention that someone who would call themselves lonely, not being alone, that's a different story, but if you are lonely, that is the same risk factor for developing strokes and heart attacks as 15 cigarettes a day smoked. So the, the key there is reach out to someone every day. Either it's a Zoom call like we've tried to do here, uh, or it's a phone call, or it's a social distancing across the parking lot, whatever it is. Reach out to someone. Someone you haven't seen for a while, call, talk. It doesn't have to be heady and deep. Just to make social connection makes a difference, and it's very important for someone to be doing. Yeah. Um, another one is supplements, and I know Debbie, you and I have talked about that at a show in the past, mm-hmm. and um, uh, daily supplements are, are still part of this anti-inflammatory approach. In other words, you reduce inflammation, you reduce your immune response, or your, or, or your heightened immune reactivity, and it just helps your immunity. So those daily supplements, if you've got a pen and pencil, um, is vitamin D, 2,000 every day. You just, that's just forever. Uh, another one is probiotics. There's some question on, on that one, but I still recommend probiotics. Multivitamin, yeah, you can get some better than others, but I just care about you taking it. Um, another one is fish oil, 1,000 a day. That is absolutely for sure. That is the good fat that we need. That's omega-3. That is anti-inflammatory, reduces clotting. It just helps our brain. And, and our brain, 50% of our brain is fat. 50% of that is omega-3s. We need omega-3 for our brain. Uh, and magnesium, 250 milligrams a day, helps lots of things, sleep, better to take it at night, helps with if you have constipation. Uh, it's just a thing to do. Next one is turmeric, been studied for thousands of years actually in, in Ayurvedic medicine and, and uh, Eastern medicines. Turmeric is great. <coughs> then the question is, what happens when you get sick? Well. Um, we've all heard of vitamin C and zinc. Study after study has been done on these, showing that they do not prevent an infection, but they do reduce the severity and length of it. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> That's not a COVID cough, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, and the last one, so what dose? Zinc, 50 milligrams a day. Vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams, four times a day. <clears throat> and then something you probably haven't heard of. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. It's L-citrulline. L-citrulline is not that commonly known, but it's an amino acid. And the dose is 1,500 milligrams twice a day. But I do want to tell you, do not take this if you are on blood, medic- blood pressure medications. It can cause a slight reduction of blood pressure, <clears throat> when you when you don't have blood pressure medications, but it can cause a dramatic one if you do have blood pressure medications. 
But why this is important is that L-citrulline breaks down into nitric acid, or nit excuse me, nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is responsible for dilation of vessels, including into your lungs. And that's one of the mechanisms of death, is reduction of blood flow, so no oxygen, because the lungs have been so compromised. So nitric oxide is important. L-citrulline, C-I-T-R-U-L-L-I-N-E. So, I know I've said a lot of things here and, and what to do, but I, I, I'm doing all of these, and I certainly have the vitamin C, zinc, and L-citrulline in, in my bay whenever I do get sick, because it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I want everybody to have the tools so that they right. can combat it, so that if they do get infected, their innate or resilience will be high and be able to counter the effects. Dr. Eric, you had mentioned... Um the, th the supplements, you mentioned magnesium and turmeric. Did you have um, different amounts for those that people should take a day? Yeah, the, the magnesium, I would start with really, actually, if you've never taken it before, probably a half a tablet of the magne magnesium, 250 milligrams, and then work your way up to one tablet a day. The turmeric actually comes in a unit dosing. Anybody, It's over-the-counter. Any place that sells turmeric pretty much sells the same dose of that. So it's just one, one turmeric oh. a day. So. Okay. All right. Well, um, I really like your analogy of the wheel and all those things to <clears throat> to be healthy that we've heard over and over and over before, but the idea that they're like a wheel and we need to strengthen each or the spokes in the wheel and that we need to strengthen each one of those because, like you said, you know, so what if you're exercising all the time but then you're smoking a bunch of cigarettes or right. eating a fatty hamburger every day right. that we can't do that. Well, and it's also the whole idea of doing everything for everything. So all of these measures I've mentioned actually helps all disease, not just your your resistance to getting a bad COVID infection. So it's all good for us. <clears throat> Absolutely. And one of the things I like so much is just the um, idea of us making sure that we get enough sleep. And I think that's probably one of the hardest, maybe, things for people um, who are used to these schedules, I mean, like me, where you get up and you do this and that, whatever, and you have to make sure to take care of all these things that you've checked off your list before you go to bed. But um, if that can be as, you know, one of the top priorities is to say, okay, well, this is just as important as everything else, so we need to get that sleep, that that would be something important to really put a focus on. Absolutely. It's quite profound how the good effects of good sleep. Very good, Debbie. Hey, we can put the show to bed anytime, Debbie. It <laughs> <That> was <laughs> too good to pass <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Eric, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, all these shows that you've recorded with us and all this wisdom that you've shared with us is just really appreciated. And I would hope that, um, especially now during this virus, that people can go back and listen to the other shows and make some notes about what do you need in particular for you to be strong, to build that immunity so you can fight this virus, not just for yourself, but for the people around you. And, um, then we'll then keep tuning in to hear more and more from Dr. Eric. So we thank you for sharing, Dr. Eric. And we, with that, we say St. Crispin Living Community is changing aging in Red Wing. All right. Thank you much, Debbie and Dr. Eric. Another great show and Senior Smarts on Classic Hits. K-Wayne 106 has come to an end for today. It's brought to you by St. Crispin Living Community in Red Wing with our full continuum of care, including our renowned short-term rehab services, Go to our website, kwng.com, for podcasts. We'll see you again next week.